Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hey, it's our Groundhog Day show. <laughs> Rocco? Yes. Every day is Groundhog I Day. Know. I think today feels like yesterday and tomorrow. Uh, yeah, no. But it's still, it's, it's just today. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Sorry, Looks Rocco. like yesterday sorry, and the day. That's all I got. Yeah, I just I got, it's just bizarre. Twitter, the Twitterati did what they did best this morning. They and well, they just flooded because today is actually Groundhog's yeah, Day. Is. And Doug, that damn, it's always six more weeks of winter here. I don't yes. care what they say. I don't care what that groundhog does. But the Twitterati exploded Twitter this morning with uh, Bill Murray, uh, groundhog oh. memes, all, and that basically every day for the last nine months has been some form of mm-hmm. groundhog day over and over, and over and over and over again. Most people I talked to today thought it was Wednesday because mm-hmm. it looks like. Tuesday and Monday. Yeah. I mean, and it looks like yesterday, today. Unless you had kids that went back to school yesterday. And, and I went by an elementary so school. And I'm telling you, the kids were skipping. Their parents were all walking with them. They really looked happy. Okay, so my neighbor <laughs> teaches first grade in um, North St. Paul or something. But they went back to school full-time last week. Uh-huh. She just said, there's so much joy. These kids are so happy happy yeah to it's, be back in to be school. back in school and Boy. she's so happy oh it, it really just made me That's you know light there's some light yeah, yeah so let's just knock on wood hope it went good for st paul yesterday i think minneapolis is coming around the corner right, yeah just get right. these kids back in school well and- my brother was driving my mom to her uh covid covid vaccine appointment oh. and um she was going to the same place that she saw dolly parton perform at about the T- five years C-Tech ago, or something, or what no, is it? it's like in kind of the not the Puyallup area, but no, it's not in Seattle. It's oh. more like where my mom lives, okay. you know, outside of Seattle. So anyway, but That's they were driving news. her there. My brother's like, I want to drive you, and you know, basically, she says he wants to make sure I get it. Absolutely, well, one hundred percent. Not that she every, wouldn't. We want everyone to get it. Yeah, not that she wouldn't. But, right. You know. So anyway, but. Yeah, it really, it does feel like every day is kind of an iteration. Because it's gray. Next, yeah, and there's yeah, no yeah. new snow. At least in, you know, the East Coast, they got like 19 inches of new snow or something exciting. I would have loved that. You Julia, know like no, no, that would have been bad for city dwellers. It's so terrible. I talked to <laughs> the girl. No one plows. I talked to the girl in Chicago really got hit. And it yeah. took, it took, it took like an hour to, um, you know, shovel out each car oh and you know something to do Lori. oh I, julia it was serious. something to do <laughs> so, Rocco, we don't want any 22 but we're, we're gonna get uh we're not getting 22 inches of snow but we are getting some siberian weather okay uh-huh. I, I prefer the snow than the the, yeah, minus the siberian i'm with you as long, i feel like as long as it's gonna be cold let's have let's a blanket snow. of snow no, there's snow something. they're making snow if you want to do something like that julia stop being lazy make your reservation 
Oh, go skiing. And go skiing. Yeah. Rocco, did you have to make a reservation when you went skiing? Uh, I bought them in advance, yeah. yeah I don't, I don't feel nice. like it was in danger of selling out, but it might be. You know, you got, like, next weekend, you got President's Day right. weekend. You might want to get on it for Friday or Monday when yep. the kids are out. Because, like, one yeah. of my kids skied yesterday at Afton. And, and was it nice? Fantastic. Beautiful. But he had to make reservations Sunday. Right. But even when I went down to Welch, like, on a Tuesday, yeah. there was nobody there, which I, I well, would that's recommend. Yeah. to be expected on a weekday, which right. is why it's great to go. But this is, like, this kind of weather is perfect snow-making weather for the place, ski You're places. So it's true. Look at Laurie. No, but it's true. And it's as close to really, you know, being as good to ski on as if it was, you know what I mean? It doesn't get too Rocco, icy Donnie or and Lori don't like snow. That's Let's right. just be honest. I, I am like a snow. It. I love it. I love it. If we're if gonna we, have, hey, you and I finally have something we can bond on. We finally yeah. have something in Lori common. and I have Elvis. And That's and right. Music and yeah, I, Prince. I just like the snow. Oh, it by makes, the way, speaking yes, of COVID vaccination, the Better Business Bureau is BBB. urging people to not share a selfie with your COVID vaccination card on social media. I think they're getting ahead of this because right now it's 65 plus. And I can't imagine too many people are doing that. Actually, though, I've seen on Insta a couple of my friends who have had both of them show their things. Yeah, you know why? Is there personal information? Well, no, it's a self-identifying information makes you vulnerable to identity theft and help uh, scammers create phony versions because they can zoom in if your social media privacy accounts are not set as high as they can there's so much good information your full name your birthday where you received your vaccine yeah, all right fine. and so it just helps scammers with information and they can create and sell phony vaccination cards got it and um i guess it's already scam on everything well they're already ha- happening where people are calling people's homes and offering to set up covid vaccination appointments for them for a fee, for your sure. bank information. Right, right, this right. is not how it works, people. No. But it's it's the FBI is urging people don't share your personal okay uh, health information other than your known trusted medical professionals. And got it. Um, got it. Anyway, but yeah, don't the vaccination cards. Ixnay on that. All right, that's that's good. And I, the AARP also had a story about it. As they do about many things. And okay, I'll I give it. you one more warning. Okay. Not that we've gotten on the TikTok trend, but apparently you TikTokers listen we up. We do. My talk has an account now okay. on TikTok. We're well, there. the TikTok silhouette challenge where people were Oh, Tiffany dancing, Haddish did it. Yeah, dancing in their underwear or maybe totally nude with this red filter. Well, right. of course, guess Guess what? They know how to unveil that red yep, thing, and, and now there's bodies. now the TikToks are, talkers are sharing the PSAs how to take off the red scarf so that you no longer look like the girl in the Bond movie. You know that's what it kind of looks yes. like. That silhouette. Now you're just going to be seen in your undies or in your in bad lighting. In bad lighting. Yeah. So okay. that's be careful, buyer beware. Well, just don't do it. Yeah, I can't imagine doing that. Don't do Here's what we want people to do, though, Lori. The silhouette challenge. Okay, we want people to go to our Instagram account. It's Lori, A-N-D, Julia. And Lori is L-O-R-I. Rocco, you should go there right now. I want to get your reaction when you go to our Instagram account and look at the picture. And I want to just hear you... Okay. If, tell me if your phone's in your hand. I, can, of course, can't see you. I have no idea what no, building so you're in. I'm logging on now. Yeah, okay, on so desktop. it's Lori... 
and she is in the arms with great form, mouth-to-mouth okay. kissing. Yeah, Who is that that she's kissing? It's Jason? It is. It is. At the fair. At what the were we fair. doing it at was, the fair? Making out, apparently. 8-28-2010. So we used to have those Saturdays. It was a Saturday show in Carousel Park. Yes, and we'd have an all-play. Yes. And maybe we were acting out a scene from Dallas or something. Maybe. <laughs> and who would you be? Would that be... Um, Sue Ellen. Sue Ellen. and Without my wig. Okay, and so... Here here are the comments. That so, was like my fluffiest uh, weight that I've ever been. And Lori thinks everyone is saying great butt. Oh, so really? you think you look fluffy. Yeah. You look great. I don't even have those jeans anymore. They're too big. Bragger. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> brag. She's such a bragger. That's like when I'm playing tennis with someone, they say 40 love, and I'm like, oh, bragger. Bragger. Okay, so our, our thought is, even though every day feels like hashtag Groundhog's Day, which it does. Groundhog. Groundhog Day. We know another state fair day like this will happen again. That's right. And people want to know, why are you kissing him? Good butt, Lori. Um, great ass. Uh, beautiful rare view. I mean, so people, you and think just you're uh, just the fact that you're kissing somebody mouth to mouth. I mean, like, doesn't that now we would be having to kiss I through would, double masks? I, I no no. <laughs> well, a, a, someone you work with, a colleague. Yeah. Yeah. God, just a kiss. Let's it's a go. great job to be able to do that, and there's no harassment involved. You guys involved. both look really good. Yeah, well, we were pretty good at our movie star kissing. I know it, so I'm curious if Jason saw it yet. All right, listen, when we come back, it's our story we can't get enough of, and this is a story about something that happened that almost didn't happen. Oh, good. Hey, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us on this Tuesday, Productive Tuesday, Groundhog Day 2021. Even though it feels like the day before, it just it's going to feel like the day, day after. after. <laughs> right. Okay. It's our new saying. It's yeah. today, but it feels like yesterday and tomorrow. Um, okay. Brought to you by right. you know, so, Sponge. <laughs> for whatever reason, there's just a lot of people doing a think pieces and stories on... Um, uh, Whitney Houston, 30 years ago, uh, sang the Star Spangled Banner at at the Super Bowl mm-hmm. and uh, in 91. And I really, I think I have probably read at least six different Whitney stories, you know, from different angles, different things. And I don't know if we've ever knew some of these or all sure. of these, but they did have... Um, uh, E.T. did have, they're doing a countdown to the Super Bowl. And um, so I think, is he, are we talking to Clive Davis? Is that who we're hearing from, Rocco? I'm pretty uh, sure. I believe so, yeah. Okay, here we go. The year was 1991. The stage, Super Bowl 25, where Whitney Houston delivered her stirring performance of the Star Spangled Banner. At the time, the U.S. was just 10 days into the Gulf War. 750 million people watched Whitney worldwide. It was not only a special time in the nation's history, but uh, it it wasn't just anybody singing it either. I mean, this was today's great, great, great singer singing at the height of her powers, breathing fire into a song that all of us have sung since we're children. 30 years later, her rendition of the national anthem remains unforgettable. Every year, 
once the Star Spangled Banner is being sung, and it's being sung very well by those who they've chosen. Mm-hmm. However, once the rendition that Britney did, always a comparison. That's her mom. Yes. Sissy Houston. And that was, of course, Clive Davis, who was her manager. And she really was at the height of her singing. Oh. Uh, and singing a song that we do all know. And I'll tell you in a minute um, uh, the story behind the arrangement on that song, okay. which is why what makes it so different. But I think we have one more cut. The single was re-released again in 2001 after 9-11 and peaked at number six on the Billboard charts. I don't think anyone has done it better. <laughs> And no, you're absolutely right. No one has or will ever. Still, Whitney's soulful version has inspired a generation of performers. Obviously, nobody can do another version, a better version than Whitney. R&B singer Jasmine Sullivan has been tapped to sing the national anthem at the 2021 Super Bowl in Tampa Bay, Florida, the same city where Whitney performed it. And she's, she's singing amazing. It with Toby Keith, though, isn't she? Or no, she's singing solo. I don't know, Lori. I feel like there's a country singer singing with her. There's there'll be someone oh, yeah. singing fact, "God Bless America." Oh, well, they said something about Eric Church at it's the Eric end. Church. Oh, Eric Church. Because he yeah. originally they asked him to do it, and he said no because he always sings with an accompaniment. Yeah, somebody a else. And I then love he found Jasmine. Out Beautiful. That she was signed up. He said yes. Okay, so but anyway, this 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 Whitney performance it almost didn't happen. So this is from USA Today. Okay, Jim Steig, who was the uh, NFL's longtime VP of special events said we'd gotten the tape of it because they uh have to sing they had they lip sync at uh at the venue right but they have recorded it ahead of time for mm-hmm. glitches weather whatever they're not going to take Microphone any chance going out whatever yeah yep. so so the nfl gets to listen to it and he said we'd gotten in there were people who didn't think it was appropriate and that was because Whitney Houston's longtime musical director said, Ricky Minor, he just said it, it was only 10 days into the Gulf War. And of course, the end. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien podcast or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. NFL is super sensitive. We already know this about... I mean, there was talk about canceling the Super Bowl 
because mm-hmm. of the danger. And so President Bush got involved and he's right. like, no, the, and it should play. And they just didn't want to do anything um, to see, you know, like they weren't taking it seriously because Roseanne Barr the previous summer. Oh, remember she had sang it. at the at some game and, game and and it, and the reason why. Of course, they'd never heard this song performed the way Whitney performed it. We'd never heard anyone do it. And what he did, Ricky Minor added jazz and gospel chords, and he gave the finale of the song a traditional gospel cadence. So he hadn't added an extra beat to each bar rather than doing the anthem at its traditional waltz. Oh, tempo. Right. Okay. Imagine counting three, two, one in your head as you sing, then set it apart. And he said that gave her a little time to really hold the note, help resonate them. It wasn't to change it. It was just to give. We knew she could sing right. it this way because of her gospel background. And I wanted her to be able to soar and make the song feel really meaningful to people in a different way and if she sang it the original way it would be oh it's great but it wouldn't be fantastic amazing and so like, wow her dad tried to get her to not do it that way and he said i'm calling on behalf of the nfl and abc and ricky minor said well i don't work for you or abc or the nfl i work for whitney she like she famously did it in one take. Apparently, Whitney did not like to mess around and do multiple takes, and they did do a traditional version, just in case. But Ricky Minor and uh, and um, Whit, you know, and Whitney, they they had this different arrangement, which is why nobody's ever sung it again in that arrangement. Because how how could you be, be as good as Whitney in 1991? So I didn't know that. I, I like knowing And that. she was supposed to do the um Super Bowl three years earlier, but she was going to be on tour in Europe. So Herb Alpert did the national anthem. With the Tijuana Brass. And it was the last instrumental performance of the Star Spangled Banner at the Super Bowl. And um so anyway, if she'd done it in '88, she wouldn't. Or yeah, she wouldn't have done it in 1991, and we wouldn't have had that version. But anyway, so that's the story behind Whitney's like amazing that. version. Very cool, yeah. Did you like that story record? Did you know it? I know. I didn't know. Yeah. That. All right. So I like it. That's Thanks. why it does give you the chills. It's her version. So good. Yeah, I'm actually like kind of mumble singing. I'm holding on for one more day. It's going to be like tomorrow. I love that song. Yeah, Wilson Phillips. Well, you know, but tomorrow isn't going to be like today because tomorrow I have bowling. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Great. Yeah, and we've uh, we've got two new members of the team. You do? Yes, we're being very lax about um Are you sure it's not bowlers. the same guy twice? No. No, Marco, no. thank you for saying that. Yeah. that no. No, but this guy uh, used to be on the hot guy team um, when we first started bowling on this mixed league, and then... Uh, all these guys got uh, married and started having kids, and then I don't oh, know they them. stopped bowling. <laughs> well, or, because like one drops, uh, you know, they, like people just can drop out, and I can, I get it, I can, I get it, but I yet I don't get it. I feel, be good. I, I feel like you need to like have at least one 
a sacred girl or guy night out and 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 a and a bowling league seems like a perfect solution. Yes. You know. I th- I think Rocco, are you interested in getting back into it? Bowling? Yeah. Not not really. I'm still a little you know, I'm still kind of bubbled pretty tight, but yeah, uh, you know, know Lori's inspiration, the fact that you've been doing this for a couple months now, right? Well, we went back in September, yeah, and then so we took a, a break in November. Right. I I will say, Rocco, I am the only one who bowls with, with a, a mask. mask on. Really? So I don't know what that says about me or other people. Well, it says you're listening to your husband. Well, and it also doesn't says, bother me. No, it doesn't bug you at all. I, I have to tell you, I've gotten used to playing tennis with a mask. Yeah. For one day, I think they lifted the singles ban. We went on the court mm-hmm. to play singles, me and my front girlfriend. And by the time we came off, it was mask required again. Yeah. No, I guess I always just kind of, maybe it's because we've read so many like World War II novels and some World War One, But I mean, you know, just like times where people really have had to make sacrifices. And yes, we whine and say, eh, it's been so bad. Yeah. You know, it's been nine months. But in the overall scheme of the whole world and and like sacrificing and all of that, it just seems like masking and, you know, it's not that big of a deal. It's not that big of a deal. We're not getting, you know, bombed or right. all these other terrible things. Rations. Imagine how we do if we were under rations and <sighs> having to buy black market, you know, meat. And I don't know. You know what I mean? I just not- always kind of try and keep it in perspective. And then when you have like, we've had a, rash of legends of long-lived lives people dying and again we we have a couple more today and you think about how much you know tyson lived in her life of 96 years or cloris leachman and larry king and now hal holbrook who has died at the age of 95 and young people Probably got to know him because he was in a movie based on the book. Sean Penn directed it, Into the Wild, yes. with Emile Hirsch, yes. and he was in who it at wrote the that age. Damn book. I can't. It's I can't remember who did it, but we read the, the, the book. Wild, isn't that Crack, crack Hour? Or crack John Hour? Crack Hour. Yes. yes. Oh gosh. So he wrote it. Sean Penn directed yep. it. Hal Holbrook should have gotten the Oscar that year for Into the Wild, and he did all the press. Roger Friedman wrote about like what a classy guy he was because he was an actor's actor and had been started acting in World War II when he was stationed in Newfoundland and, and had to put on shows for the troops coming because that is a fueling station. Yes, it was. We've, we've fu- we 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 fueled, fueled up in Newfoundland. There when we flew on Sun Country to yeah. England. And of course, he uh, he was in the firm where a lot of people would know him. He was in Designing Women with his married. wife uh, Dixie Carter, Julia Sugarbaker. He had a great uh, reoccurring role on Sons of Anarchy, West Wing. He was he was the original. He was Deep, Deep Throat. Throat. Yes, and all the president's men. He was just something, and he was ninety five. And you think of all the things that he, you know, yep. living through the depression, and you know. Um, he just, he has quite a story. I think we've got a little something okay. from um, the Today People Show this morning. Him. Yes, for sure. For many film fans, Hal Holbrook was the actor who brought the informant Deep Throat to life in the 1976 film All the President's Men. Just follow the money. Over six decades, he appeared in more than 130 movies wow. and TV shows, portraying characters with an understated style 
and his unmistakable voice. From a power-mad police cop in the Dirty Harry Magnum Force. I never had to take my gun out of its holster once. I'm proud of that. To a stockbroker with a conscience in Wall Street. No such thing except death and taxes. Not a good company anymore. In the 1950s, Holbrook became an overnight star when he appeared on The Ed Sullivan Show performing as Mark Twain. I could never see any benefit in being tired. Holbrook would go on to reprise that role hundreds of times, winning a Tony when he eventually brought it to Broadway. And he wrote a memoir um, a few years ago where he just talked about how he, Mark, kind of playing Mark Twain, really sort of saved him in a way because it made him look. Because when he first started playing this, he was like 27. I was just going to say so young. He was so young. So he was able to talk to people who'd actually gone to Mark Twain and seen him when he was on the lecture circuit back in the day. He just has a great story. And I loved. Remember remember how sad we were for him when Dixie died? She was like 65. So young. She died 10 years ago. I don't suppose you ever watched Designing Women, did, did. you, Greco? Not really. I mean, oh. I'm a little familiar with it. It she was, was a, great. It was a great And we show. wanted him to win for um, that movie, Into the Wild, but everyone was all hepped up about Javier Bardem and his big head and No Country for Old Men. Okay, honest to <laughs> And that's who won instead, but honest Hal should have won. <laughs> and we will really, let's just pause for a moment there, because his head is the size of a horse. It is. It is. <laughs> We've met him, Marco. A horse's head or an a entire horse's horse? head. It okay. is. Double the size of a, of a normal head. head. And you know what happens when men, I think, age and gain weight? Their heads get bigger. I know their Look ears. Look at Pablo Picasso. <laughs> that happened to him. I, they just... Their body shrinks. And their heads get bigger. It's happening to Casey. <laughs> what am I talking about? <laughs> well, the cartilage in your nose and ears yeah. grows your whole life. But anyway, but Hal had a just, he's got an incredible, incredible story and really quite a career. He died at home. The COVID didn't get him. He yeah, well, ser- 95 is a good long life yeah but he had to live you know he had to live a long time without his beloved dixie and she was his third wife by the way Mm. you know but he's working on something he was working on things up until last year yes he was Uh, i looked at his imdb page he had a lot going on yeah he did and then uh captain tom (gasps) died the the british uh world war ii veteran who raised all that money this summer for covid relief his family said yesterday... He Remind was, people who he was. Okay. he... He was a World War II veteran who walked. He first started walking with his walker to raise... He was going to walk 100 miles to raise money for COVID relief. And his money. goal was to raise $1,400, yes. and he raised $45 million. million. And the reason and all the money he wanted to go to... Um, the UK's National Health Service, because two years prior he fell and broke his hip, yes. and he wanted to pay them back. Yes, fourteen hundred to forty-five million, and then got the Queen honored him. Yes, he got he got the he got the order, whatever is yep. called. The Queen is going to send a private condolence. His family let us know he'd gone to the hospital, got pneumonia, then got COVID, then died. So. Anyway, but uh, they they got to be by his bedside and that's lucky. Yeah, that, no one gets to but do he that. did he did test positive and yeah he was a hundred. But just think of everything he saw. Yeah, and he just kept going. So 
That's, and an inspiration at the, up to the end. Up to the end. And then uh, Hollywood had a very sad uh, loss, a trailblazer. I, I remember this name. I remember hearing about it, especially more... Um, you know, like like in the 90s and early 2000s, Jamie Tarsus. She was the first woman to run a network entertainment division. She's the one who um, greenlit Friends and oh, Frasier. She was 32, you guys, when she got named president at, mm. um, at uh, NBC um, Entertainment. She cheers the oh, d- wow. different world. She developed... These shows, Fresh Prince of Bel Air, okay. Wings, News Radio, we love both Mad of those. About You, Loved, Blossom, Loved, and um, yeah, she ended up then going over to ABC, and then she helped. She had what was known, if you want to know, in TV program programming that you, if someone tells you you've got taste for pilots, it means you've got the ability to recognize hot ideas. So she had the taste. Okay. For pilot, so she, when she left NBC, she went to ABC. She launched Dharma and Greg, mm-hmm. Spin City, Love. great show, Sports Night, Love. great show, The Practice, and uh, fifty six years old, and she had a heart attack like last fall, and just never recovered. never got. It was a really severe heart yeah. attack. So Jamie oh. Tarsus, and she survived by her partner and a couple kids, but a lot of. Hollywood people are sad about her because she was so many hits and she graduated with a degree in theater and she got a low profile job on SNL as a production assistant and worked, worked her, way. her way up. That's pretty cool. Yeah, uh, she got she got uh, hired at Lorimar Productions mm-hmm. as a casting director. So she got mm. her start by 32. She was president all because she had taste. I like knowing that. Yeah. Story. So Jamie Tarsus. Yeah. Anyway. So, yeah. Well, All right. just you know, except for Jamie, you know, that's the, the that's sad. Hal Holbrook and, and Tom. makes me want to watch more. Watch uh, Designing Women. Damn it, that show was funny. It I think, really was, Lori. Yeah. And I, even when you're saying that list of um, Jamie's show, I I love. Remember how much we loved Wings and Sports Night. Oh, so Wings, good. Rocco. That was, that was such show. a good show mm-hmm. about a small airport. Yeah, I watched England. a few of those. That yeah, was so good. Designing Women is on Hulu. It is, is? okay. Yeah. And I know Wings is probably there too. Oh, Wings was. so I'm gonna watch funny. some Designing Women because that show just used to make me laugh. I would stay on like Friday I would, night. Wasn't that on a Friday no, night? No, I don't or something? think it was on a Friday night. But I would. Um, I want to even say it was maybe Thursday, Jules. It was a big night. I know. Well, yeah. and I would some big back in the well, day. Well, Thursday I liked we could going out. out. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> oh my gosh! Every night is going to be thir- Friday night when this is all over. I think oh, every gosh. day right now is Tuesday, and then every night's going to be Friday when we're done. Yeah, but in Can't the meantime, wait. we have The Bachelor every Monday night, and as if Chris Harrison says it is so, we are halfway there. We'll be right back. Hey everybody! Thanks oh. for hanging out with us. Well, before we get to the Bachelor, the yes. the, the 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 unconfirmed rumors seem to be getting closer to being confirmed that we will have a reboot of the Real Housewives of Miami. Thank you very much. Larsa Pippen has done her work. Bravo fans. Is she on that? Yeah, she was on that show. The oh. two seasons it was on. Okay, I loved Miami. 
I mm-hmm. love, love, love Miami. Miami. Because I, it was Leah Black, it. and she was married to Roy Black, who's a famous defense attorney. He famously got William Kennedy, oh, the, the kid, kid in off. Palm Beach. Yes, yes, he does yes, a yes. lot of, but he's not a you know media hungry lawyer. Yep. But anyway, I always like she had like the Tom Girardi. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, there was this Adriana Demora, and she was just kind of fantastic and had a great wardrobe. And then Marisol Patton, of course, her mom, you know mm-hmm. Elsa, mm-hmm. she's gone now. But Larsa Pippen. And then this Lisa Hochstein, who's this plastic surgeon's wife, and they have like a home on that island. You know, the one off of Miami, the fancier one, the richer, Um, the richer one. What is that one called? I don't know. And Joanna Krupa. Oh, Lori, you're so you are such a housewife. I know, but I love it. And it's fine. Miami. Miami Miami. is fun. Going to Miami. Okay, so The Bachelor last night. Matt was cleaning house to get rid of the bullies. And spoiler alert, if you haven't watched it yet, I That's don't. That's right. He got rid of the um, two bullies. He really did. Yeah, rid of Anna right what right away. And you know, she bugged me just for her bitchy the, her resting mouth, face. Her bitchy, she had resting, bitchy face. resting face. I've never seen a prettier girl with a so more RBF. Pretty, so pretty. It, but not when her face is in repose. There you go, Lori. Nice word. Yeah, ding. you get a ding for that. But then Victoria. The queen. I call her the the sty eye, but her sty eye seemed to have cleared up last night a little bit. But Rocco, this woman, here's what she she's said. so mean. Yeah, um, I'm trying to look for it. Okay, don't even it's, bother. It's, all right, <laughs> um, she was just saying to she what we did see last night, which I thought was interesting, because if you haven't watched the TV show Unreal, which is about the behind the scenes making of The Bachelor, but it's in a drama. And so how good. orchestrated all this drama is. We really is. did, because we saw Victoria going around a corner with her producer, producer. and her camera team. Right. And my son texts me, and he's like, Mom, I think, you know, she's just getting, you know, set up, and she's been doing all this on purpose. Well, uh, you know, we're texting. With like, the encouragement of the, the producer, people. Her producer. Her producer, right. And so she's around the corner saying, because Matt called her out on being a bully. And she said, you know, um, blah, 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 blah. But she says, literally, there's no one here he can marry besides me. Like, I'm literally the best option for him. And like, I'm the only one with a working brain in this room. And I'm not even being rude. I'm being serious. Oh, dear. If he's going to believe some idiot over me, he's not my person. She went on His producer talked Matt into keeping her because these two had... Zero chemistry. Zero chemistry. Okay, zero so here's what I want to know. So it's it's dress night, and everyone's wearing these fantastic dresses. And Victoria, who has a lovely body, who is a pretty girl, woman, is wearing this copper-toned silk, I don't know, top that her boobs never fit in anything. She was always taking men. But from the back, you could see her whole bra. I, Julia, this is that? how her producer, who's encouraging, Made her look trashy. yes, but that was also by design too. It's a way. It's one little way of think about that producer. Like, uh, she's got to do that. Maybe she feels kind of icky about I it. Icky. I'm going to get back at old sty eye Victoria, who thinks she's a queen, by telling her this dress looks great. It's terrible. Yeah. Is That's she the a- one that says, I can't believe you believe this hearsay? Yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yes, yeah. Yes. Okay, I think I do have All that right. if you want to hear it. Uh, this-, this is when she says goodbye when he doesn't give, give her a rose. I honestly feel so sharp for you that you would listen to hearsay and not all the facts behind the situation. <laughs> He's just staring at her. Mm-hmm. Yes. He's just staring. 
So, goodbye. So, he's just staring. Mm-hmm. You think I'm going to go hug him? No, I did. Chris, you think I'm going to... I did like Matt better last night. We didn't Big have to balls. see... Yeah, and we didn't have to see so many, maybe, these fake... Because we are halfway. It was week five. Oh. I loved his Cinderella shopping thing with the one oh. girl. That looked like oh, so much fun. And she looked great in every dress. She's lovely. Yeah, what that did you was think? fun. I'm having a hard time thinking of a... Th- How old is Matt? 28? 29. 29, and he mm-hmm. is on a date with Kit. Oh, Kit, the 21-year-old. I'm having a hard time getting the chemistry there, but I thought she's she's a lovely person, though, I've decided last night. Yeah. Kind of, because she grew up, her mom, who's her mom? The Cynthia fashion, Rowley. Cynthia Rowley, major fashion designer everywhere, and and so she's always been in the public eye, and she said what really is important to her is being at home and cooking and and the simple things of life. I kind of really respected her and liked her last night, actually. Yeah, she's very... And I never she's thought... Too, she's just a young She's just too young. She's too young. But I really thought she was sweet last night. Yeah, very I liked much so. her. She's looking for more followers. Oh, and I found out something else about our Minnesota teacher. Oh, she didn't get much airplay she last didn't get night. A, she didn't get a lot, but she taught at my neighbor's school as a sub for long term. And everyone really liked her. Yeah, good. Good confidence. Really yeah, a great, good. great teacher. So... Michelle, I think, is her name. Yes, yeah. you're correct. Yeah, she didn't. So, she didn't get. You know, we're gonna start to, now. Two girls said, "I think I'm falling in love with you." He seems to have the sparks for his Cinderella gal that he yeah, shopped Rachel, with. Um, that looks so beautiful in all the clothes. It's so so oh. so pretty. Anyway, yeah, the 23 year old. What's gonna happen? Yeah, it's it was kind of fun last it night. It was. I, I didn't thought have to so. fast forward so bad. Well, right, it wasn't the fast forwarding because you, we we got we rid of the two. More. We got little. I couldn't stand the biatchiness. Yeah, of that it was house. bad. It gets old. Okay, would you guys be interested in watching this documentary that's going to start today on HBO Max? It's called Fake Famous, and it's a year long social experiment. And this technology journalist tried because. Remember, like, the statistics, like, 50% of young people fully expect to, to be, be insta-famous, famous, and, and this, they want to be influencers as their job. Like 10 years ago, when we were kind of freaked that, that yeah. this was a real thing. It's a real thing. So he decided, he said, I looked at Instagram, and there are over 140 million people who have 100,000 followers. How is the entire population of Rus- Russia famous, if you get what I'm saying? So he... He cast, he put out a casting call in L.A. Okay. asking a simple question. Do you want to be famous? He got three different people. He got an actress, a, a fashion designer, and an executive assistant. And the and the first thing they did was they went and got photo shoots, and they faked that they were at Swanky Hotel. Then they bought bots. I mean, it's oh. this whole documentary about how people, and it costs about $2,000 to buy all your bots. And I guess all famous people buy bots. That mm. that that like uh, Katy Perry, really? Ellen, the really? Kardashians, really? yes, and they the bots do some of the generating of the positive comments, and right? that influences. So, uh, just how it's a game, it's it, a game, it, it's a game. And two of the three hated the whole experiment, but the actress kind of looked at it as a role for nine months. But anyway, okay. that starts streaming tonight on HBO Max. It it's called Fake Famous. How easily is it, how easy it is to fake fame? Apparently it's pretty easy, but then once you get it, there's things that go along with it. So this whole documentary tells about it. Oh, interesting. All right. That sounds kind of good. Thanks. Mm -hmm. All right. We'll be back.